This episode of the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast is brought to you by the Podcast Reach System. Are you ready to exponentially reach more profitable customers? Launching and hosting your own show is your proven best solution for networking, client attraction, and establishing your celebrity expert brand. Visit www.podcastreachsystem.com and claim your rightful place as the leading star of your industry so you make a difference for your community, market, and audience. Welcome to the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Join us as we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who reveal what they are doing to make the world a better place by being part of it. Be sure to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, lean in, tune in, get your notepad and two pens ready, and let's get started. My name is Adam Homey. I am your host, and I am honored once again by your wise decision to tune in and invest in yourself today. I'm coming to you from my sumptuous apartment here in beautiful Las Vegas, known to some as the hottest city in America. I'm joined by one of my production assistants, Princess Stella Juliana. I'm sure Alessandra will be knocking the webcam down anytime now, as many of our followers have seen her do on numerous occasions. But you know, they call it furniture for a reason. You see the purple couch behind me. And uh, the fact is, is they, this is their place and they permit me to live here because I have opposable thumbs and can open their wet food. So the Brains Plus Passion Project highlights folks who are making the world a better place by being part of it and by their contributions to it. And it's also my opportunity to connect with people personally. There's so many folks online that we chat with, we exchange comments with, we connect with, we're in each other's groups, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And I love how podcasting creates a bit of a human connection. And in a way, we're going to be discussing an area of podcasting today with somebody who I've been aware of for well over 10 years now at this point. And it's funny, this you know, I've been I've known her for 10 years, at least who she was. She's in our Everything Podcasting group. We've had a couple messenger chats. And now... I'm actually speaking with her for the very first time, having followed her and seen her work for 10 years. Her name is Nancy Jutton. Some of you probably recognize her. And she is the founder of Get Known, Get Paid. Welcome aboard, Nancy. Thanks, Adam. I'm so excited that we're finally face-to-face, nose-to-nose, getting to have a real <laughs> conversation. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, the first question we typically ask here is, how does the work you do make the world a better place for your clients, customers, and society at large. My work is all about empowering top performers and their assistants to join forces so that they can book more of the right podcast for the principal without hiring an expensive booking agency. I make the world better place because I'm teaching people to fish so they're never hungry for an audience ever again. And one of the other things I'm doing to make the world a better place is I'm a very generous, sincere, and credible human being that's really 
intending to make my own industry a much nicer place. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, I was in the booking agency business for a little while in 2019. We did a pilot program and overall went pretty well. We got some great results for our clients. But then I started to see a shift in the industry and the pendulum shifting toward the host more than the guest. Now, I think agencies are great personally. Uh, we have, with our other podcast, the Business Creators Radio Show, we have some relationships with a number of agencies who uh, essentially work with us as a stopping point for their clients' publicity campaigns. And we're happy to help with that. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I get to meet a lot of more great people as a result of that. At the same time, uh, and let me just say one other thing that's great about agencies is they have relationships sometimes with some of your larger podcasts and can open doors for you that otherwise may seem closed. However, in a moment, I'm going to actually, when we get to question three, I'm going to actually make that something I'm going to add to the question. Uh, but right now, uh, you kind of answered questions number one and question number two. So let's go to question number three. And this is the one where I ask, what are some of the frequently asked questions that you get when people ask you about what you do and consider working with you. And I'm going to ask, have, ask you to answer that. And I'm going to ask you my own question, which is, is it really the case that it's possible to reach hosts of shows that maybe have wider influence and have traction that can really get you a wedge into your industry without needing a middle person? Oh, those are good questions. So let's hit them right out of the gate. What do I, what are the three common questions people generally ask me about what I do? Sometimes they'll ask me, what's your backstory? How did you get into this? Yeah. Sometimes they'll say, uh, how's it going so far and why should I trust you? <laughs> yeah. And another might be, why you instead of a big agency that I could hire for big bucks? Exactly. 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 So is it the case that, uh, it's become more or less possible to make connections without a middle person to get on some of those shows you really want to be on, but it seems like the door's locked in your face. Well, I want to just say this about that. I come to this work having owned a public relations agency for a number yeah. of years, and my dad was an actor in Hollywood, and I know what it is to stand behind powerful people and make them look really big in the media. Yeah. But I want to tell you that when I was running my publicity agency, I didn't know any of these people at these big shows. I didn't know anyone at the Wall Street Journal. I didn't know anyone at Oprah Magazine. I didn't know anyone at ABC Television News. But what I did know is how to pay attention to what they were covering and to find a way in that would turn their head. And I believe that anyone who's got some sleuthing characteristics and qualities can turn the head of a big name broadcaster by focusing on the relationship first and giving value that will make it a great blessing for the readers, the listeners, the audience. So no, I don't think you have to have a big agency representing you to make that happen. I think you have to care enough about what they're up to, to serve something up brilliant that they want so that they pick up the fork and take a bite. Yeah, absolutely. So what are a few questions you wish people would ask you? Uh, what makes you special, different, and preferred compared to all the other people standing on the corner doing exactly the same thing? Uh -huh. Another would be, um, why should why should I consider this strategy over all of the other strategies that are available to me? And um, why do you do this in the first place? Yeah, yeah. 
So now we're going to shift gears, and this is where we get to have a little bit of fun with this. And this okay. uh, helps our listeners and me get to know you a little bit better. So first of all, what would people who know you be surprised to learn about you? And bear in mind, uh, we, you and I have mutual friends. <laughs> I think people would be surprised to know that I'm, even though I never played competitive sports on a team, I am a little bit competitive. Yeah. I can see that. And uh, little, being competitive is good in many ways. What do you hope people say about you when you're not around to hear it? I hope they say that I'm generous, sincere, credible, all of the help and none of the hype, and someone that they can trust to do the right thing. That's great. That's great. If you could go back in time and change one thing you've done, one thing you've seen, one thing that's happened, what would it be and why? If I could go back in time, I would believe in myself more than I did when I got started. I think that being a good student, I thought, oh, I'll charge low ticket to do A, B, C, D, and E until I prove that I can do A, B, C, D, and E, and then I'll move up the food chain very slowly. I think if I had it to go to do over again, I would believe in my value right out of the gate and assign a higher value to it because it's really hard to build a thriving business with low ticket offers when your community is not as robust as you wish it were. Today, it's yeah. 2023, and I've got a robust community and an excellent following and people that have known me for 10 years or, or so. Um, I think I'm primed to have my finest hour straight ahead. But if I had yeah. to do over again, I would have aimed a little bit higher at the start. You know, um we're a little actually ahead on time here, so I very rarely get to answer this question for myself. And, uh, you know, I've heard of the butterfly effect, the grandfather effect, and all the dangers of going back and changing things. However, there are a few things that I would do differently if we wanted to phrase this as, if I could go back to my younger self and give myself some advice coming from the clouds. Um, one of which would be, is I would find myself when I was 16 years old and say, take the freaking GED, there's nothing here for you. And they're lying to you if they, if they, when they tell you that you can't get into college with a GED. Because high school almost ruined my life. And I would have been better off uh, getting out of there, uh, doing something for a couple years to raise money, and then go to college when I was more ready. So that's one thing. Another, and, and I attribute that to that being the 1990s, we didn't really have the internet, and we didn't have the ability to do research to challenge those assumptions and those norms that were posed upon us. Now, another one is, and it's kind of related to yours, is you know, a lot of entrepreneurs get into things and they say, well, I'm going to charge less than the other people so I can get some projects and get some experience. If I were to do that differently, I would charge top dollar. And here's the reason why. I'm going to be on that learning curve anyway, so I might as well get well paid to do my Rembrandt on try number one. Amen. Yeah. You know, this is, this is, I think this whole charging your true value is a lifelong journey that we're going to be yeah. on. And I wish I'd gotten that lesson sooner. But I can't cry in my beer because whatever it is that has happened up until this point has made me the more complete professional that I am today. And I feel really good about who's standing here before you today. And I have no trouble standing in and on the value now. But, boy, it took me a really long time to get there. So that's my advice. Don't 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 circle the drain with low ticket offers and overstay your welcome there. It doesn't serve mm -hmm. you or the, the impact you're here to make. 
Yeah, I mean, I'm a believer in the rocks, pebbles, sand analogy, and we're currently expanding our business operations, because right now, most of our business operations are rocks, if you're familiar with rocks, pebbles, and sand. So we have some pebbles we're just in the process of launching, and we're going to be doing some sand. Now, it's all strategic, and it's the idea of creating ascension and descension and related offers and capturing pieces of the market that the whole enchilada might not necessarily reach. So I'm fine with rocks, you know, with rocks, pebbles, and sand, because that's part of multiple streams of revenue and diversification of income. That's great. And at the same time, uh, just as I said before, rather than charge low ticket, I would go back and I'd say, hey, this is, a, this is, I'm going to, this is going to be a big learning experience for me. And I already know that no matter how much I charge, I'm going to run a little bit of a deficit on this one. And I might have to put in a lot extra to really get this good. I might as well get paid for it and just wow the client. Amen to that. Yeah. That's, so, always, that's always something that I always say, no matter what you're doing, wow the client. You wow the client consistently, you'll never be hungry because they'll always refer you new people and the people they refer you will always be at their level or above. And that's a beautiful thing. Exactly. So what famous person, alive or dead, would you like to meet? If you had the opportunity, what question would you have for them? I'm a huge fan of Michelle Obama, and I okay. love both of her books. And what I really would love to ask her is the process that she went about to create her kitchen table wisdom panel of girlfriends throughout her life, being a, such an important person, a first lady for eight years. How did she get people from her daughter's school to come over to the White House and just have tea and crumpets with her. Because I think that as women in business, whatever gender we are in business, the connections, the relationships we have across the kitchen table when we're breaking bread and talking shop, I'm hungry for that. I'm hungry for more. <laughs> literally, literally yeah, breaking hungry. bread. <laughs> yeah, I'm hungry for more of that. And I just love that she's been able to create, she's had people who've been in her corner and by her side through every stage of her mm -hmm. life, no matter what she's been up to. And she's had people to counsel and advise her to do the right thing or to help her make good decisions. And I think I'd like to ask her about that. Yeah, I've been a devotee of everything having to do with presidents and uh, and first families and everything ever since I was a kid. I used to I used to fake injuries so I wouldn't have to deal with recess. Instead, I could go to the library and read books about presidents. So um, I love hearing these stories. And I think it's just... When it comes to whether it's presidents, uh, first ladies, or first gentlemen, what have you, that what we have to remember is ultimately they're human beings like everybody else, and they have actually some of the same concerns that you and I do. I've dealt with a lot of celebrities in my time, and I found that uh, to use the old metaphor, they put their pants on one leg at a time just like everybody else. And I think that's the thing I love so much about Michelle Obama is she seems like someone who could be your girlfriend, but she has so much wisdom and so much to share. And, and you know, I admire her tremendously. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, what motivates and inspires you to keep going when you're having a tough time or facing a challenge? Well, I should say that I had a health issue last year that was quite confronting and I managed to meet it and overcome it and come back stronger than ever. And I think that what motivates me is to, to acknowledge that I can do hard things, learn from them and rise above and that I, I need to be proud of myself, whatever it is that I do. And so, yeah, I can do hard things and still come out a winner. And I think that's, that's, that's ultimately my, 
gauge for success. Right, right. Now, finally, and you have an invitation for our listeners. I'm going to share that on your behalf. But in general, what is one thing you would recommend our listeners do as soon as they first finish streaming this in about a minute or so? I want you to decide that podcast guesting can be your favorite and best visibility strategy. And I want you to learn how to be world-class in your approach. So you are the guest the top host can't wait to book. I'd like you yeah. to book one show a week consistently all year long. And I'd like you to be arms wide open around the good results that will come to you in terms of lead generation, relationships with amazing people, inbound client inquiries and sales, plus your star on the rise. It's all available to you if you like to talk and create relationships and you like to listen. Yeah, we may have to have you on my other show because you and I could spend an hour just on that alone. So uh, if you're willing, I'd like to have you on my other show. I'd be delighted. Thank you. Okay, great. We'll deal with that. We'll deal with that in the what's known as the green room. So you have an invitation for our audience. It's something that I've checked out myself, and I can verify that this is absolutely worth your time. For those of you who are watching this on the Companion YouTube channel or have clicked the YouTube player on our website, you can see it on the screen. For everybody who's out walking, jogging, and pumping iron, I'm going to read it off to you. Uh, it's www.getknowngetpaid.com. That's www.getknowngetpaid.com forward slash brilliant assistant. So if you want to recruit an assistant to support you with podcast guesting, download Nancy Judden's position description. That's what this is. And it showcases the personal qualities and skills to look for so you get the support you need. I would say this is probably helpful if you're, if you found a way to use artificial intelligence to do some of this for you, or if you're in a situation where you can't hire, you know, you can't afford an assistant yet, which is the case with some of our listeners, and that's fine. So you've created an alter ego to voice you. Uh, either way, this helps you to project that. And it's also something you should really know for yourself because in general, it's going to make you more attractive to podcast hosts and other media influencers. So again, that's uh, getknowngetpaid.com forward slash brilliant assistant. And before we end here, uh, I just want to make sure that she makes a cameo. She's been sitting next to me the whole time. I don't know if she's going to look at the camera. She does not like to be held the traditional way. I have to hold her like this. Princess Alessandra is, uh, is, uh, is here with us. Alessandra, look at the camera. She's going to give us some side eye here today. But if you go back and look at some of the other episodes, you'll see her interfering, sticking her face in the camera and everything else. All right, Sandra, get down. And with that, Nancy Judden, thank you so much for being with with us today. It's been an honor and believe me in education. Thank you for tuning into the Brilliance Plus Passion podcast, where we celebrate entrepreneurs, business creators, and brilliant minds who are making a difference for their community, market, and audience. Remember to visit our website at www.brilliancepluspassion.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Brilliance Plus Passion Podcast. Oh, 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 oh,